Eugene Ionico. French dramatist. Eugene Ionico, Romanian Eugene Ionicu, born the 26th of November 1909, Slatina, Rom. Dot, died the 28th of March 1994, Paris, France. Romanian-born French dramatist whose one-act anteplay La Cantatrice Chauve, 1949, The Bald Soprano, inspired a revolution in dramatic techniques and help. Start a dhash the Mumica blog of Malta Amazon Top and Flash Deals, affiliate link, you will support our translations if you purchase through the following link https colon double forward slash amazon dot to forward slash 3cqsdjh compare all the top travel sites in just one search to find the best hotel deals at hotels combined awarded world's best hotel price comparison site affiliate link you will support our translations if you purchase through the following link https colon double forward slash www.hotelscombine.com forward slash question marker underscore eight equals sign 20558 so whatever you wish that others would do to you do also to them for this is the law and the prophets hash jesus hash catholic smooth radio malta is malta's number one digital radio station Playing your relaxing favorites, Smooth provides a clutter-free mix, appealing to a core 35 to 59 audience offering soft adult contemporary classics. We operate a playlist of popular tracks which is updated on a regular basis. https colon double forward slash smooth dot com dot mount forward slash listen forward slash follow on telegram https colon double forward slash t dot me forward slash themamicablog.com end ad ed inaugurate the theater of the absurd elected to the academy francaise in 1970 ionico remains among the most important dramatists of the 20th century ionico was taken to france as an infant but returned to romania in 1925 after obtaining a degree in French at the University of Bucharest, he worked for a doctorate in Paris, 1939, where, after 1945, he made his home. While working as a proofreader, he decided to learn English. The formal, stilted commonplaces of his textbook inspired the masterly catalogue of senseless platitudes that constitutes the bald soprano. In its most famous scene, Two strangers, who are exchanging banalities about how the weather is faring, where they live, and how many children they have, stumble upon the astonishing discovery that they are indeed man and wife. It is a brilliant example of Ionico's recurrent themes of self-estrangement and the difficulty of communication. Discover what makes Eugene Ionico's The New Tenant a hallmark of the theatre of the absurd. Discover what makes Eugene Ionico's The New Tenant a hallmark of the theatre of the absurd. See all videos for this article. In rapid succession Ionico wrote a number of plays, all developing the antilogical ideas of the bald soprano. These included brief and violently irrational sketches and also a series of more elaborate one-act plays in which many of his later themes, especially the fear and horror of death, begin to make their appearance.
Among these, La Lecon, 1951, The Lesson, Les Chaises, 1952, The Chaise, and Le Nouveau Locataire, 1955, The New Tenant, are notable successes. In the lesson, a timid professor uses the meaning he assigns to words to establish tyrannical dominance over an eager female pupil. In the chairs, an elderly couple await the arrival of an audience to hear the old man's last message to posterity, but only empty chairs accumulate on stage. Feeling confident that his message will be conveyed by an orator he has hired, the old man and his wife commit a double suicide. The orator turns out to be afflicted with aphasia, however, and can speak only gibberish. In contrast to these shorter works, it was only with difficulty that Ionico mastered the techniques of the full-length play, Amadi, 1954, Tio Song Gages, 1959, The Killer, and Le Rhinoceros, 1959, Rhinoceros lack the dramatic unity that he finally achieved with Le Roy S. E. Meurt, 1962, Exit the King. This success was followed by Le Piet and de L. 1963, A Stroll in the Air. With La Soifit La Fame, 1966, Thirst and Hunger, he returned to a more fragmented type of construction. In the next decade he wrote Joe de Massacre, 1970. Killing Game, Macbeth, 1972, a retelling of Shakespeare's Macbeth, and C.E. Formidable Bordel, 1973, a hell of a mess. Rhinoceros, a play about totalitarianism, remains Ionico's most popular work. Ionico's achievement lies in having popularized a wide variety of non-representational and surrealistic techniques and in having made them acceptable to audiences conditioned to a naturalistic convention in the theatre. His tragicomic farces dramatize the absurdity of bourgeois life, the meaninglessness of social conventions, and the futile and mechanical nature of modern civilization. His plays build on bizarrely illogical or fantastic situations using such devices as the humorous multiplication of objects on stage until they overwhelm the actors. The clichés and tedious maxims of polite conversation surface in improbable or inappropriate contexts to expose the deadening futility of most human communication. Ionico's later works show less concern with witty intellectual paradox and more with dreams, visions, and exploration of the subconscious. https colon double forward slash www.britannica.com forward slash biography forward slash eugene dash Ionico question mark utm underscore medium equals sign email ampersand utm underscore source equals sign opt ampersand utm underscore content equals sign more dash events ampersand utm underscore campaign equals sign opt 2022 dash 11 dash 26